Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Not up to the standards of what we've had the last nine years. Something's got to give there. Now, obviously, that's Eric Musselman. He's talking specifically about his defense, but it may apply to some other things, too. The comments were actually made earlier today, Wednesday, and that is how we began on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Hogs are headed to North Little Rock on Saturday. They're going to play Lipscomb at 5 o'clock, which, by the way, has turned into an incredibly tough ticket. If you've been looking, you know what I'm talking about. We'll get into that a little bit later. But first, the basketball. You know, Arkansas is 6-4 right now. We know what happened last Saturday at Oklahoma. They've not played a game since. They won't play until they suit up Saturday against the Lipscomb Bisons. Now, they've been on the practice floor the last couple of days, and this is Musk talking about it. This group's been a pretty good practice group all year. still has to correlate to the game because I do think this group has a spirit about it itself in practice that we've also had some guys that aren't great practice players, and they go out in a game and do damage in a positive way. We have had good practices. They've been very competitive, more live stuff than we've done since I've been at Arkansas. Guarding the ball full court one-on-one, guarding the ball on the wing, 45-degree angle one-on-one. We have not done any of our breakdown drills. We have done no station work. I mentioned it the other night on the radio show that we uh, have added our opportunity break and, and our open offense to try to get the ball to move from side to side and get more people involved. And, and then the last piece of all this, which won't be decided until probably Saturday, is what the rotation looks like and who starts and all those things. And so that's kind of where it is. You could feel the frustration and then see the frustration boil over during the game on Saturday. It's been tempered perhaps somewhat since then. Uh, We had a radio show with Muss on Monday night. But you can still hear the frustration in his voice because I don't think they expected to be 6-4 and at this point in the season. I don't know if they thought they'd be 9-1 and like they've been the last couple of years, but they're 6-4. and They've got this game. They've got a game against Abilene Christian, and then they've got another non-conference ball game. And then it all begins in the Southeastern Conference. So we're going through a period right now where there are not a lot of games, but there is a lot of practice time. And, you know, as Musk was talking there, they've already had two, and they're going to continue to work until they go to Little Rock, I guess, on Friday, and then they'll play on Saturday. Here's another cut from today, and I want you to listen to what he's saying here. We've added some stuff that we've done in the past offensively to try to get the ball to move a little bit better. Certainly, we're doing everything we can from a defensive standpoint as well. Surprisingly, our pick-and-roll defense, which is an area that most teams talk about at all levels, really struggling. We have not struggled there. It's guarding the man, keeping him in front. It's defending three and playing with a, you know, we need to play with the personality that we've played with in the past. We've done it at times and at times we haven't. And there's five guys that will play with the personality we want. We're trying to find who those five are, but they'll, they'll be five. I don't know when it'll be. I mean, I don't know if that equates to a win. We're not going to play defense like we have 
of late. My sense ever since the ball game ended Saturday through the radio show on Monday night and in listening to his remarks today is that, you know, he's a head coach right now who's, I won't say he's at his wit's end, but he is conceding that, you know, we got to go back into kind of camp mode almost. You know, we've got to relearn some things. We've got to reteach some things. Might be the best way to do it. And he's dipping into his bag of tricks. You know, this is where a coach that's been around a long time recalls what worked with this team, what didn't work with this team. You're punching buttons. You're watching video. You're breaking everything down. And it just seems to me like that's where he is right now. They've got a lot of new parts on this team. And, you know, one of the things that I've thought about the last few days is we've kind of, I don't know, tried to get our arms around what was going on with this team through 10 ball games is that, you know, Arkansas added a lot of pieces that had impressive offensive numbers. But it takes a while to gel on defense. And I don't know if they're going to gel on defense. You heard Muss a moment ago say, you know, we're going to find five. And I promise you, he's talking about the defensive end first. But we're going to find five. But you look at some of these guys that have come in here, and I'm not knocking them at all. But our excitement, you know, when we looked at their potential and what it might mean for this team and how far they might go, our excitement basically was based on offense, if you want to get right down to it. And I think we've seen, obviously, that there's more to it when you get to some real high levels. Um, they've got some coaching to do, frankly. I think with some of the new guys on the defensive end, uh, there may be bad habits to coach out of them and good habits to coach into them. And that's not something that always happens until maybe you hit a bad streak. You know, when a guy's scoring a bunch of points for you, but you're disappointed with what's happening on the defensive end and you're winning, it's hard to get that guy to buy into what you're saying. But when you've got a guy who's doing some things on the offensive end, maybe not on the defensive end, and then you get stomped, well, you know, at that point, maybe you've got a leg to stand on. And maybe what you say begins to seep in. I don't know that that's going to happen. It may be wishful thinking, frankly. But, you know, Lipscomb's not the type team, obviously, that Oklahoma was. But I think we'll be able to see, regardless of the opponent Saturday night, whether or not there is renewed defensive intensity. And I'm not just talking about at the outset of the game. I'm talking about throughout the game. We've seen it's a game of runs. We were reminded of that again and again and again last Saturday. How can you sustain all that as the game progresses? Um, I don't know. But I know they've had some tough practices already this week. Uh, They'll begin, I'm sure, to taper off after today as they get set to play a ball game Saturday. But – It'll get tough again, and over the course of the holidays particularly, uh, they'll have some time to go home, but there's going to be a lot of time on the practice floor as well. One quick update regarding Trevin Brazil. He's not done much so far this week, and again, this is Wednesday as we record this. I'm not sure how much he's going to do today because most of what they do today, according to Musk, is going to be what you know they call live work. I mean, they're out on the floor, they're playing. Uh, is what it boils down to. And I don't know how much he's going to be involved in that. Um, Not sure what his availability status is going to be for Saturday just yet, or if he's available, how much he's going to play. We'll just have to see as the week progresses. 
I've got some stuff to say about football today, or at least some stuff I want to cover on football today. But first, I want to talk to those of you who are buying or selling a home. And I want to recommend wholeheartedly Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. One of the things that I liked about them during the first process, which was as a first-time buyer, and then through a selling process and another buying and another selling, the thing that I really appreciated was the line of communication. Because, let's face it, there's a lot of money on the table. In my case, it was the most money I'd ever spent. And I think it's probably that way for a lot of people. And so when you're doing something like that, you're going to have questions. And, you know, the emotions are running wild and you want answers that day. And the thing that I liked about Weicker Realtors the Griffin Company was I could get an answer that day. Lots of times, frankly, the line of communication started on their end. They communicated with me. Lots of times about things I didn't even know were going on. But they made sure, uh, certain that I was, uh, I was well apprised. I knew what was happening every step of the process. That's going to be your experience, too. I can promise you that. You're going to get the best train in the business. Now, you can log on to WeikerGriffin.com. But they've got offices in Fayetteville, Springdale, Bentonville. They're in Fort Smith. The top Weikert franchise in America, WeikertGriffin.com. We don't need any luck. Just give me the hogs, Chuck. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or you Use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, I got a little bit of football stuff as we move through the podcast today. Tonight's the big night, Wednesday again, 6 o'clock. On the SEC Network, they will unveil the 2024 football schedule with all the pomp and circumstance that you would expect from an SEC unveiling. Now, some of this ESPN or the SEC or somebody leaked a few weeks back. They leaked Georgia's schedule, maybe a couple of others, and then there was faux outrage from Greg Sankey. But um, we'll find out the full schedule tonight. We know who Arkansas is going to play. We'll know the order and uh, all that stuff by the time we go to bed tonight. And obviously we'll talk about it throughout the week on ESPN Arkansas. A uh, little bit more football stuff. I feel like every day I need to check the list on who's in and who's out. So let's just do that right now while we've, while we've got a moment. I guess the latest guy going out is Tank Booker. He was um, a one-year guy at Arkansas after coming in from Maryland. And I guess somebody's going to be his third school. It's incredible to me. I mean, all these, all the sports, really, but particularly basketball and football. I mean, you got guys that have been to three schools, and there's going to be guys in a year or two that have been to four. And uh, it's just, um, it's crazy to me. You know, back in the old days, when you transferred, and those of you who were just students, you know, non-athletes, just regular students. Remember when you tried to transfer from a junior college to a major school or, you know, when you tried to transfer from Arkansas Tech to the U of A and you always worried about whether hours would transfer? I don't know if that's just a formality now or not. I don't know if guys still lose hours. I don't know. 
But these guys are going uh, to three and four different schools now. And Booker's going to be the latest. I mean, we've got some here. Arkansas is their third school, and we've got some going out that'll uh, that'll be at their third school. I guess the out list right now, Booker, Bryce Stevens, Malik Chavis, Rocket, Pooh Paul, A.J. Green, Devin Manuel. Uh, who else we got? Tarian Carter, uh, the linebacker Crook, Manny Powell. Uh, maybe there's another one or two on there. Uh, Jalen Lewis, I guess, was the first one to go out. The one thing that I will say, and – you know, I, I I guess Rocket and Pooh Paul might 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 be exceptions on this, but I, I'm not even sure they are, to be honest. Everybody on here is replaceable. I, I would even go so far as to say that most of the guys on there are interchangeable. You know, you can go out and get an equal replacement at the drop of a hat. Now, what you want to do is improve. You know, you you've, you've got some scholarships now with which to work. You want to improve. You don't want to offer a scholarship to a guy who's just going to sit. And then a year or two, he's going to leave. You're going to put all this development into him. It's not going to work, and he's going to go somewhere else. You know, you want to try to avoid that as much as you can. And I'm not knocking these guys. They're not bad kids, not bad players. But I think if you really look at a team that went 4-8, and 1-7, and, and, and ask yourself, are you worse off because a lot of guys who didn't play all that much are leaving? Well, the answer is no. And I know what Rocket was, but I also know what Rocket – was this past season, and maybe even what he still is now. I don't know. But uh, he's gone. Um, Pooh Paul's a really good player, really, really good player. But I think you can replace him with a player of equal value. I don't think he's an All-American. I'm not even sure he's an All-Conference player. I mean, he's a borderline guy in terms of being an All-SEC kind of guy. I'm not knocking him. Really good player. But I think you can go out and get somebody like that. We didn't know who Jaheim Thomas was last year. We had no earthly idea. I didn't know who he was. Maybe you did. He was a linebacker at Cincinnati. He comes in and he's the team's leading tackler. So, you know, you can go out and get a linebacker. I'm not saying they grow on trees, and I'm not saying they're a dime a dozen. But I'm saying you can go out and get one. So I don't know that any of these are, you know, program shattering. The two most notable ends right now, and there will be more, tight end Andreas Paskey who's transferred out of Eastern Michigan. My understanding is that he's more blocker than receiver. The thing you've got to remember at that spot right now is Bax is gone, and he was kind of your blocker. If you remember during the course of last season when they'd go to two tight ends, Bax was usually the other tight end because you had had a receiving tight end, you had a blocking tight end. You had a guy you put in the slot, you had a guy that you you put next to a tackle. Maybe both of them were. But Bax was the blocker. You've got to replace that. It sounds like this fellow may be that guy. And, of course, Talon Green, the quarterback from Boise State, who announced earlier this week that he's going to become a Razorback. I'm anxious to see him. I mean, I've heard all this stuff all that uh, all of you have heard. And uh, I guess we'll see what happens. He'll enroll early. He'll go through spring practice. And sounds like he's going to have a shot to be the quarterback next year. All right, that's enough for today. Now, let me mention this, though, before we go. Bet Saracen. I wanted to talk about Bet Saracen because there are some basketball games tonight. How'd you do over the weekend? How are you doing this week? There aren't as many basketball games, at least collegiately. There's a whole slew of them in the NBA. you got pro football coming up again tomorrow night, and then, uh, of course, you got a big weekend straight ahead. If you've not downloaded the Bet Saracen app, you need to do so. 
You'll find out very quickly why it's Vegas, Arkansas style, and why it is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. There are lots of in-game betting opportunities. You can bet on the Razorbacks, how many points this guy's going to score, how many rebounds this guy's going to get. Is somebody going to have this many steals, even block shots? It's all there. That's what makes it fun. The prop bets. Now they've got your traditional point spreads, money lines, all that stuff too, parlays. Everything you've grown accustomed to, but they do bring it home in an Arkansas way. And that's one of the things that I think you'll enjoy most about it. If you've not downloaded it, you need to do so. They've got a how-to-play video. They'll have you up and going just like that at the Bet Saracen app. Not an abundance of hoops this week. You've got final exams in the SEC going on, I guess, at several of the campuses. Tennessee played Georgia Southern last night, ran them out, 74-56 at Knoxville. That was the only SEC game. You got three games tonight. Man, if you like to uh, go the other way, so to speak, you know, when one team's favored by a lot, if you're one of those people that says, that's too many points, well, you got a couple of possibilities tonight. LSU hosts Alabama State. LSU's a 21-and-a-half-point favorite, according to the Bet Saracen app. Auburn hosting UNC Asheville tonight. The Tigers, 19-and-a-half-point favorites, according to the Bet Saracen app. And Mississippi State, minus 10-and-a-half at home against Murray State. All right, that's it for today. We'll reconvene on Friday. Hogs are going to head to North Little Rock a little bit later this week. I mentioned at the outset of the podcast today, what a tough ticket. If you know, if you've looked, you know what I'm talking about. I'm surprised. You know, we've had games down there in North Little Rock where I hadn't had anybody call me for tickets. I mean, nobody. Couldn't give them away. This year, it's been it's been crazy. So, even if they're 6-4, and four, even if they've not done exactly what everybody thought they would do so far, a lot of people want to watch them play. But they'll go to North Little Rock Friday, play Saturday. We'll get together on Friday and have a preview. Hope you're having a good week. Till then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.